0: Hello, you're listening to Abiding Life Studios. I'm Noah Wells, and today I have with me Steve Reinhardt.
1: Yeah, hi, Noah Wells. It's great being with you.
0: <laughs> great being with you. It's uh, been quite a long time, I think, since we've done a podcast together. I think it's, what do you think, four or five months?
1: Yeah, probably. I think so.
0: Yeah, we got busy uh, with the retreats, and then after that I got real sick, so... What about you? What's your excuse?
1: Oh my gosh, I've had uh, uh, relationship upheavals and <laughs> growth, and doing well on the canter front. Uh, it's no, it's December now. So today's December. Oh, yeah, December 12th, 10th, 10th. Today's yeah. December 10th. Woohoo! So we made it to December 10th. Uh, so I don't really have a good excuse other than I've kind of like it was was, October was wild and November I slept trying to catch up and get healed
0: (laughs) yeah and the problem with me when I get sick I can't be around Steve because your immune system is a little bit lower with the chemo right so that's why we haven't podcast in a while and I apologize but we're very excited to jump back in it um the retreats went well we did a men's and women's retreat at the same time at the same facility up in the mountains and then uh, i believe four or five days later we did a couples retreat and that went well as well uh, as well so it was
1: great um yeah can you give us like a recap of those um i was a little at a part of the men's retreat time so but uh, you know like what was your impression overall and what uh, maybe these things that you heard guys or women got out of it and maybe give us a, a recap of things you liked or things maybe you didn't like.
0: I think with the men's retreat um and I think with the women's as well. I think everyone just gets it's so nice to when you can all just be around like-minded believers, you know, and it's it's great when you can just all be together and enjoy each other. Mm. I think that's what at least I know I got out of and you know what I heard through the grapevine of everyone saying they just like being together wish they could do it more, you know?
1: Mm, Yeah. I, I heard that with the, with the folks that I talked to also. So I think that, you know, sometimes this, um, it's kind of sad to say, but I think sometimes our abiding life messages kind of isolates us from other people Yeah, and, uh, from one another, but also from the people that we're in church with and Mm -hmm. hang out with, um, Uh, Because if those people like were really brilliant and and as smart as us, they would get this message and realize that (laughs) this is the only thing that matters. Yeah. And then, uh, we could have that same thing wherever we live. I'm I'm joking there for the people out there and in the podcast land. Um, I don't really think that, but it does tend to isolate us because uh, either people don't like this message or we get defensive about it. Uh, I would never get defensive about it, but, uh, some people do, uh, sure. Uh huh. <laughs> so I think it does tend to isolate us, and be, and so when we get a chance to hang out together, like you said, is really nice to have that like mindedness and yeah, it's freeing one spirit. Yeah, you it's, it's, you have a sense of the freedom with each other that is pretty spectacular. Yeah, and enjoyable.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I was just going to talk a little bit about um, you know what's been going on in the last few months you know the uh you know God never stops teaching me things so that's a good thing but you know when we did the couples retreat um Tim and Karen Lester they wanted us to my wife and I Shay to go up and talk about our struggles in our marriage and we did that for I think three days
1: and you could talk nonstop for three days about the well struggles your marriage. We, they'd only give us a small amount of time oh, okay, okay. I was just clarifying there yeah
0: i don't want to go up there too long tell everybody my secrets but you know i went up there and we shared stuff that was pretty um dark and you know shay and i's marriage we went through at least seven years of just darkness and um not in a good place in our marriage. Um, You know, I I laugh because I, Shane. I decided I was going to tell this one story, and I I said, man, I've I've never told my mom this story, so I had to tell her the story before we (laughs) before we went up there and told a bunch of people, because I didn't want her to just mouth to drop in front of all those people, and I'm sure it was hard enough for her to watch, you know, watch her son. Go through those struggles in a marriage. I'm sure that was hard enough. I, you know, I was kept trying to put myself in her shoes and see, you know, if my daughter was up there talking about their marriage and how many struggles they had, it probably would bum me out a little bit. But maybe not. Maybe it didn't bum her out at all. I don't know. But, but yeah, I think that was a start of. Um, it was kind of a weird feeling for me, like to to talk about all the bad, and then we kind of ran out of time where we couldn't really talk about how much God helped us in all that bad and how much the bad was so good for us and, you know, brought us even closer together. So I left the retreat feeling pretty defeated. And, you know, the only way I can look at it is just because I brought up all the junk again. Stuff that I've already forgiven Shay over, stuff that she's forgiven me over, And then bringing all that back up, I don't know, it was a weird feeling for me. Mm. And so, uh, you know, I left there and months went by where, you know, I just still kept going back to that. Like, I wish I could have said something. I wish I could have done this or differently. You know, it's just dumb things you think of instead of just letting it go. And so probably about a week ago, I went into this like real deep depression And I started, you know, not sleeping, and then too much sleep. So first it started with not sleeping at all. And then all of a sudden I went into more of a deeper depression. And I went into this where I just slept all the time. I couldn't keep my eyes open. So anytime I was awake... I would wake up, and I'd be, oh, okay, I I think I'm doing okay. And then all of a sudden, the next minute, I'm on the floor asleep. So I was going through that, and, you know, I think I finally kind of hit rock bottom on Friday um, of, so what would that be, like four days ago? Four or five days ago, I hit rock bottom, and I decided, you know, I was just really... <laughs> Very depressed. My depression always, of course, goes to the thought of suicide. So, I thought to myself, okay, I got to get all my guns out of the house right now, because am I going to do it? No, but I don't even like the thought of having guns in the house. So I was thinking that, who am I going to call to come get the guns, or you know, I just need to bring them over to mom. And you know, I'm you. You start having that mindset, you know, something's a little screwy. So I started thinking more on that and talking to God about it and just thinking I think what it was, well, I don't think. I know what it was. I put too much I was putting so much pressure on me in the ministry that I'm not performing. I'm not doing I'm not traveling. I'm not out there doing more for the ministry. And my f- you know, my problem for sure is I always compare myself with my dad and I look at him and man, he traveled 10 months out of the year, constantly traveling. And I mean, he was, he was working for Jesus. I mean, he, that boy was going and now I'm not. Mm. And so I started thinking more and more about it. Like, what am I doing here? I don't even belong in ministry, but you know, you just, you have all these crazy thoughts that come into your head that I guess crazy lies that come into your head that you don't belong in a place because you're not doing enough. And, you know, I was sick for, I had pneumonia, and then I was sick after that for seven weeks with this, like, terrible cough, sweats, all this stuff, and body aches and, you know, just crazy stuff. And I kept telling God, I got to go podcast. I need to be, I need to be doing stuff. uh, Why you know why am I still sick? Why are you letting me be sick? I gotta go podcast. I gotta show the uh, supporters. I gotta show people that I'm doing stuff for the ministry. And every time I said that, I'd get more sick, and then I'd get more frustrated. So the whole time, I think I was just beating myself up over something that God was in complete control over.
1: Why, why do you say that? I mean, you've said a lot of important things, but why are why, um, you were beating yourself up over something that God's in complete control over?
0: Uh, yeah, the way I look at it now is, you know, I do feel like I'm out of the depression part now. I, on Friday, I felt like I was on that tightrope of which way am I going to fall? Am, am I going to, is one more thing going to happen and I'm just going to break and I'm going to wake up in the mental hospital. You know, you just, you ha- I always feel like I have a fog over me when I'm going through it. And now that I'm on the other side and starting to talk more to God about it and stuff, you know, he could have very easily stopped me from being sick. If, if he felt like podcasting was that important for me to be doing in the ministry, mm. I could have been better the next day. mm <laughs> But I didn't. Hmm. So I really do feel like he was teaching me what he teaches me nonstop is to be still. And that's one of the hardest things, I think, for me, to be still when I think people are watching. And I think that I need to keep performing for people. And he keeps telling me, no, be still.
1: Wow, what you're seeing is so important. Uh, I think that's, you know, but you're probably the only guy that this ever happens to. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure because you're special. Yes. Uh, and uh, you've said such important things. And can can I best back up a little bit yeah. and ask you a couple of questions about? Please do. Um, some things you said. So, uh, you you mentioned the pressure of the ministry and that you're not doing enough. Um, you're not out there, you're not traveling, you're Mm -hmm. not preaching. Yeah. Um, you're not doing these podcasts. Uh, of course you were sick, but that's not a, that's not a good excuse. Yeah. A good reason. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I should
0: still be out there doing it.
1: Yeah. So do you feel that a lot, that pressure and what's, what's it like to have that kind of pressure to um, be doing things?
0: Yeah, I definitely, I think I've had that pressure since I've got on to the ministry of, you know, (laughs) I almost feel like I'm grabbing the baton from Mike, you know. I got to grab it. Now I got to go. I got to be gone 10 months out of the year. I got to be traveling just nonstop. I got to be doing so much, so many hours of counseling. You know, I need to be doing so many hours of preaching, you know, and it's, or... I definitely need to start working on writing a book because he had books. Mm. So I should be doing books as well. So, yeah, I think that pressure is pretty uh, pretty intense for me, too. And I think it finally just caught up to me. Mm. You know, I think, I think God was just letting me go through the motions of it, you know.
1: Mm. And
0: I keep going, I keep going, and I think I need to do this, and I think I need to do that. I need to come up with more ideas
1: mm-hmm. on what to do. And, and so like if you're can I can I like keep asking questions yeah can so like that if you were if you were to say not do that, not come up with not write a book mm-hmm. not so you know so like how, how would you you know like if you don't write a book, if you don't preach, if you don't travel ten months out of the year mm-hmm. uh, if you don't do these podcasts um, if you don't counsel. You know, I don't know how pick up eight hours a day. Yeah. You know what's that say about you?
0: Uh, what it says to me is I'm a failure mm. in ministry. Yeah. Yeah, that. <laughs> you know what's the point?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's I, that. I it breaks my heart to hear that, but it's uh, but I think you're probably not the only guy in that has that thought and and those feelings that you'd be a failure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, i would be a failure. I'm letting people down.
1: Yeah, you're a failure. You're letting people down. Yeah. And if you were to let people down, and if you were a failure, what would that say about you? Mm, I guess I don't belong. Yeah, yeah. That you don't belong. That you don't. And you mentioned that um, earlier that you you wouldn't belong in ministry. Yes. Yeah. So if you were a failure and you let people down, and and then you didn't belong in the ministry. Oh, what would that say about you?
0: <laughs> um, probably that I'm unlovable.
1: Mm, yeah, that would be heartbreaking.
0: Yeah, and that I should be removed from the ministry. Yeah. And then I don't know what I would do.
1: Yeah. So it, so it, yeah, and you wouldn't. I wouldn't know what I would do either. Yeah. I mean, just I would stop at the thought thought well, I'm unlo- I'm unlovable. And what would you do with, you know, if, if that were true.
0: Yeah. Then yeah. there's no point in me being here. Yeah. I mean, I think that's where, that's where I got down to on Friday is like, okay, I got to get my guns out here Mm. because what is the point of me being here? Yeah. There is no point. You can never match up to what Mike Wells did. Hmm. I can't even, you know, I can't match up to Tim Lester. I can't match up to Chad Salon, You know, I can't match up to people in the ministry Mm. because they're doing things. And I'm sick and can't do anything. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and you're definitely not doing enough.
0: I'm definitely not doing enough. Absolutely.
1: No matter whose standard you choose.
0: Yeah, and and I guess what it boils down to is what is enough?
1: Hmm
0: what is enough in ministry my i watched my dad destroy his body traveling non-stop mm mm-hmm. migraine after migraine asthma attack i mean non-stop stuff and he kept going yeah so what is enough
1: yeah great great question do you have any ideas on that <laughs>
0: uh not at the moment um yeah i don't know what would be enough i mean maybe enough is to completely leave your family and just fully do ministry 100% all the time. I just don't see anyone lasting that long. Yeah. Cause it, it's wear it does wear on you.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, for me, I, I, I like to define things so that I would want to be able to say, well, you know, the, the whole idea that there is enough. Uh, number one is not scriptural. And, it's a kind of a trap yeah you know it's kind of a bogus idea that there is you can actually do enough mm-hmm. in in terms of our listeners and and what you've gone through uh you know i could always come to you and say or you could always come to me and say steve you're not doing enough mhm and i could always have to agree with you yeah because uh, uh how much is enough is is kind of arbitrary Mm -hmm. and the idea that there is enough is uh you know we were talking about this earlier like uh, ideas that are not true that Mm -hmm. are kind of bogus the idea that there is enough that you can actually do enough that you would even use that have that equation uh i think that from you know my my perspective i may be wrong probably out there there's somebody out there that is doing enough when you do when if you are please like let us know because we want to interview you i'm not (laughs) and i'm not joking it would really be great to interview somebody that's doing enough besides me (laughs) because i think i am doing enough which is not very much but i think that the part what what we we get to choose um and we get to be able to like kill that equation Mm -hmm. because that's really a, uh, it's an, it's an equation that says if I do X amount, then I'm worth something. Mm -hmm. So whatever you want to call that. Yeah. If I, if I do this, this and this, Mm -hmm. if I counsel so much, if I have a thing, if so many of my supporters uh, like me Mm -hmm. and only, you know, if, if 90% of people like me and only 10% hate me, that's enough. Yeah. Uh, but but for you, your standard's higher. You want like 99.9% of the people to like you, and only that one-tenth of one percent to like be
0: Yeah, and even that one person that doesn't like me bugs me.
1: Yeah, so you really want 100%. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's like the you're thing. You're kind of a perfectionist when it comes to these things. Yeah, because
0: if I can have a bunch of people say, wow, that was awesome, blah, 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 mm-hmm. And then the one person that says, eh, that really wasn't that good. I didn't learn anything from that. That's, <laughs> I don't even know why you're in ministry. Which one do you think I'm going to focus on?
1: It, it, the, the criticism. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to
0: focus 100% on the criticism, and I'm going to keep thinking about it till I destroy myself. I booby trap myself all the time.
1: Yeah. And if that person says you didn't do enough, yeah, you'll run with that. Yeah, Idea. Yeah. Or, or okay, least, now I
0: need to do enough.
1: Yeah, now I need to do but more. Yeah, I more
0: guess more I that's the question. Different. Where's the scale? What is the scale of doing enough?
1: Oh, well, great question.
0: Even Even out of ministry, what is enough? Like enough as a father, enough as a husband, enough as a wife, enough as a you know, an employee as yeah. a boss.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that's a great question. Can I ask that question to you now in yeah. terms of ministry? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, can I'm just going to keep track. We got a little, we have about like seven minutes to kind of get wrapped up, but that's such a great question. And I'd love to ask it to you. So in terms of ministry, like today, um, on a scale of zero, mm-hmm. zero is like, I'm not doing anything, not enough. Yeah. And ze- a and, uh, hundred is like, completely maxed out uh, whatever that means to you yeah. it's like where where would you place yourself today on that scale of enough the enough scale i'm doing enough in ministry
0: right well i'll 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 answer your question but i'm going to answer it first when i was in my depression stage oh great and then now
1: yeah, okay great
0: and basically what i'm going to say is this is how I feel now, it could change tomorrow. Sure. It could change an hour from now. Yeah. Okay? Okay. I'm not saying this is set in gold now, how I feel now, and... Yeah, just how you feel. Oh, my goodness, this is the most amazing thing ever. So, in the depression stage, I would say how I felt what I was doing in ministry would be at zero. Mm Mm-hmm. Probably minus zero, doing nothing.
1: Yep. And... in In the enough... We're measuring how I felt enough that like, this is enough. I'm doing what I'm doing is enough, right? At zero when you were feeling depressed.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not doing it. Is that what you're saying? I'm yeah. not doing enough. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. At zero is I'm not doing enough. I should be doing more. Then I go into the, the deathly trap of comparing. But of course, first I judge, then I compare mm-hmm. and then I'm comparing. Okay. I'm not Mike Wells. I'm not Tim Lester. I'm not Chad Sally. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not even Steve Reinhardt. I think he's doing more than I'm doing, you know? And that's, that's that trap you get into mm-hmm. of I'm not doing enough. Yeah. Even though God has told me every time I talk to him, mm-hmm. be still. Every time. So if I take myself to now, mm-hmm. I think I'm doing 100%. And the only reason I'm saying that is because I'm listening to God. He's mm. saying, be still. Mm. So I must be doing enough. If that's all he wants me to do is be still, then I'm at 100%. Mm.
1: Cool.
0: But like I said, that could change in an hour. That could change with one person texting me. That could change with one person calling me and saying something else. Yeah. That could change. Yeah, I understand so, all so that.
1: Let, well, so let's try that. Okay. Let's see if I can like change that feeling like, like, no, you're really not doing enough. Yeah. I mean, I got cancer. I got holes in all my bones. I'm, I'm like, and I'm hardly doing anything. I've got chemo brain. I can't even remember where my hat is. Yeah. <laughs> You're not doing color. it. You're not even doing as much as me. Yeah. Which is like zero. Mm-hmm. Did that change your feelings? It, it it can if I
0: move my head over there. If I could you walk with I it. I could yeah. I could definitely have a long list of things I should be doing. The shoulds, mm-hmm. or I could be doing or I need to reach out to more people, see if they want me to come. You know, it's like all this stuff you can run push. With, yeah. yeah, you can run with. But then if I go ask God about it, hey God, should I go reach out to all these people? Should I, you know, contact churches and get me in there? Should I do this? No, be still. Mm-hmm. Then I just sit there. You know, and I think that's the hard part is the hard part is not doing what Noah thinks he should <laughs> be doing. Mm. It's doing what God wants me to do right at this moment, and that is be still. Mm. And I think that is the hardest part for me.
1: Yeah, I I think that's probably something we all struggle with.
0: Yeah. I'm guessing most people struggle with it. Yeah. Because you you constantly think that people are watching you, and you're constantly thinking, what are they thinking about me Mm -hmm. when I'm not putting out podcasts every week?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Or I'm not have a trip report every month. You know, what are they thinking about me? Like, are they thinking, what's the point of this?
1: Yeah, great question. And it'd be good to get feedback on that from our listeners. Yeah. Yeah, like, what are you thinking about Noah? If you wanted to find out, I mean, you could just instead just make stuff up, which is more fun.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is. But throws you into depression pretty quick.
1: Yeah, sure could. Or you could ask... You know, what do the supporters think of
0: you? Well, I'm usually doing, so. 99% wrong of the time. When I go into like a crowd of people, I, you know, you kind of look, I guess you'd call this judging what they're thinking about you. I'm usually 99% wrong every time. I mm. think they're thinking of something bad about me or thinking something else. Mm. And then when I actually talk to them, it's not even close to what they were, mm. what they're even thinking about. Yeah, that's I'm great. not a concern for them, you know? Yeah. But it's so funny how we wrap that into our heads that, man, I'm with Steve. I wonder what he thinks of me right now. Oh, yeah. I bet he just thinks I'm such a scumbag, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm nothing like his best friend, Mike Wells. I wonder what he thinks of me. Yeah. And if I actually asked you what you thought of me, you would say love.
1: It's true. So it's
0: the complete opposite of what and i think we all do it i think yeah. we all think that someone is looking at us differently and they're
1: not yeah and i think you you really hit on something that's important there is that we um it's it's such a simple thing to do kind of humbling and is is to just ask yeah and so like if i'm wondering about that or, or if i'm like mind reading you thinking you're thinking about me a certain way or have certain expectations about you uh, you know, I could, I could ask you yeah, and just say, Hey, um, you know, what do you, how are you feeling about me showing up late to um, meet you here at the house today? Right. Uh, instead of kind of mind reading and and reading into it. Yeah.
0: Like you're so nervous, like, Oh no, Noah's gonna, might be upset. Mm-hmm. And really I get to the, in the car and I'm just enjoying music mm-hmm. until you get there. Yeah. You know? Not even a thought in my head. It's so funny how yeah. we do it, though.
1: Yeah, it is, and and so, I really think you're onto something. Where uh, you and me and Listers, we could, you know, try that as an experiment mm-hmm. uh, this week for this podcast. Uh, to if we're if we're struggling with these things, and if the like p- pastors or elders or leaders in the churches are struggling with these, or or any of us normal a- average people that aren't in ministry. Uh, struggle with kind of mind-reading what other people are thinking about mm-hmm. us or feeling about us, it'd be something for us to be able to just do a little experiment and go, Go. it'd be kind of scary.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I think it's we're, terrifying to do.
1: Because we're kind of like moving toward our fear, right, yeah. instead of running from it. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and that's really what sets us free from it is when we walk toward it, when we walk right mm-hmm. into the jaws of the thing we think is going to eat us, yeah, uh, and we move toward it, and we can find out. You know, some people might say, "Oh, yeah," I'm really pissed off at you, Steve, for showing up late to their meeting. Hmm. Uh, okay. Okay. I, I'm I, sorry. I want to know that. Yeah. You know, exactly. Really it's know good to apologize, apologize and move on. Because I care about you. Yeah. If I didn't think, if I didn't, if I wasn't wasn't worried about you, how what you think about me? I'd, you know, I yeah. it just shows I care about you. Yeah. I exactly. really do care about you. Uh, <laughs> other words, I wouldn't worry about what you thought about me. Uh, so, uh,
0: yeah, and I just wanted to add this, you know, like, even in a marriage, you know, just this happened just very recently that, you know, I see Shay, she looks mad. She's acting mad. Oh, my goodness. I've done something wrong. What have I done? Okay, what have I, and then you start going through your head. Oh, man, I am a terrible husband. I have done a lot of bad things. What is it? What is it? I won't, I go up there and ask her, hey, what's, are you doing okay? Did I do something to upset you? No, I'm mad at myself. Mm. So she's mad at herself for something, mm. and I'm not even on her radar. Rats. You know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I'm over there beating myself up over it.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's such a great point.
0: Yeah, and instead of just going up and asking, even though it is terrifying, because yeah. there's a good chance she could say, you're a jerk, and you did this, this, and that. Yeah. Okay, well, Good. all right. Yeah. Now I'm going to apologize and then we can move on. Yeah. But yeah. it is interesting how we all look at each other and judge each other's faces and mm. actions and how we're acting to how that's going to be on us. Mm-hmm. How you're going, you're, oh, Steve's acting weird. That must have been because I did
1: something. Yeah. It is so much fun to be the center of the universe and have everything yes, of revolve course. around us. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> even though people, <laughs> I liked what you said earlier, it's like people aren't even, uh, you know, aware of us most of the time because they're, they're doing the same thing we do. They're their own yeah. center of the universe. And the, what, what we do and think and say uh, yeah. pretty much is, will we'll vaporize here pretty quick as soon as we're done moving our lips. Yeah. So I was, I was wondering, <clears throat> we're kind of out of time. Uh, but I was wondering if you could like finish up because since you didn't get a chance to finish up with uh, uh, a positive story for your marriage at the retreats, maybe mm. if you could share uh, one now as we close and uh, as kind of a teaser for maybe another podcast when you and Shay can talk about those positive things that have happened and what the Lord's shown you as you've gone through the rough times. And by the, by the way, you know, I've been with you the whole time and, and I never thought your marriage was bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, or notice that you are doing, having any other kind of struggles than me or anybody else has in marriage that, that, and so that you guys would bring that out into the open, uh, is, is kind of freeing and liberating for me to hear because we, I th- I'm pretty sure we all struggle in relationships Yeah, and the things that have happened with you are pretty common with me. And I've been married f- 30, 42 years, 43 years, Whoa. 42 years. And, uh, and, and keep learning and growing
0: yeah I was gonna ask you are you still learning
1: uh, let's say I'm maybe I'm maybe I'm growing learning I'm kind of like given up on learning uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm gr- I'm growing and Barb and I uh, over this last few months uh, have, have felt closer to each other than we have any time in our marriage wow and uh, what a blessing we've, we've also had like the biggest conflicts we've ever had in mm. our Marriage in the last few months than we've ever had in 42 or 43 years. Yeah. Uh, 42 years. Uh, so it's pretty exciting. Uh, I was telling somebody here a few, probably a couple months ago, it's like, oh my gosh, it's our relationships like we're in our having a, a honeymoon. <laughs> we are so uh, feeling close and, and uh, wanting to be with each other. Um, so
0: yeah, that's cool. Yeah.
1: So we're still growing in our relationship and excited to be together and although sometimes we have some of a pretty intense conflict it's mm-hmm. still uh, so far has led to a sense of real closeness.
0: Yeah. I, and that's what's so cool like when I'm looking at you you know it's cool that God is still so involved in your guys' marriage mm. and he keeps learn. you know you keep getting to learn things from it. It's so cool that mm. You know, oh, 42 years, you know, whatever. Just, nah, they got it. I'll let him run with it now. Yeah. You know, he's still so centered in it and and letting you guys hash things out and then bring stuff out. And, I mean, look how close you guys are now. And I'm sure you had to have some serious hard conversations with lot, each other many yeah, yeah many and and many many many. good many. came out of it so it's so cool to see
1: yeah and it's you know it's exciting and it's, and we're not done no you know we're not, not at done. all we're not done we know it's not like we uh one of the ways we're kind of sidetracked here one of the ways i like i like to look at it is we in every relationship i have i have the i have one of three choices i can either uh, settle for the status quo I we've like the relationship I have with you and mm-hmm. now is great. I don't want to be any closer to you. I don't want to be any more distant to you. Mm-hmm. I'm good with it just exactly like it is. And, uh, and, and, or, or maybe I don't like the relationship, but I'm still good with it just like it is. Yeah. Like I have some people that don't really care about me and I don't really want to be any closer to them. I'm happy with, the, the distance yeah. in a relationship. I'm good with the status quo. Or I could just say, no, I don't want to be in a relationship with this person anymore mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Yes. Uh, you know, I don't, it's too painful. I, I just don't like them or, mm-hmm. uh, but I have that option. And, or the other one I, that I like for most of the relationships is uh, that I, I wanted, like to be closer with you. Mm-hmm. I'd like to feel closer with you. I'd yeah. like to connect with you and uh, have a closer connection or feel more intimate or yes uh, I, I like you know I want like you I want to get to know everything about you yeah uh, and and so I think that choice that we have between those three things feel I want to be closer to you, to you mm-hmm. I don't want to have anything to do with you or or number three is I said I'm satisfied with the relationship just like it is yeah uh, we always have that choice in in every moment mm-hmm. so throughout the day and with all my relationships i have that choice that i get to make yeah and we when we choose we actually do choose one mm-hmm. of those three things yeah. in all of our relationships
0: even with the relationship with god you still get to choose yeah yeah that exactly and how intimate you want to be right with him yeah which is cool too
1: it is it is it is cool yeah and he's willing to meet us right wherever we want to be i know it's uh, so that is really neat
0: yeah it is so
1: that kind, of, like you, kind of sidetracked me. All
0: right, sorry. I'll I'll say real quick, um, just that I think what I learned the most in the struggles in our marriage is probably number one key, and this will only take a minute, is communication. Um, Shay and I have had some really really hard conversations, ones that I'm sweating or um. I got a stomach ache over that I have to talk to her about. Mm. And I'm sure she would say the same. And what helped with that is, at least for me, ha- having those hard conversations with her one brought us closer, which only God can do that for us. You know, it's just mm-hmm. so cool that God allowed such hard conversations to turn into us to fall more in love with each other.
1: Mm.
0: And the second one is. I learned that I can have such hard conversation with Shay. I could turn around and do those with God. Mm. And I think that's what helped my relationship with God and I is, and the communication is, man, I can come to him and talk to him about any of this. Mm. If I can do it with Shay, I'm pretty sure I can do it with God. Yeah. And yet it's still scary to talk to God, even though I know he's there looking at it. It is hard still to admit struggles or, um you know things i turn to instead of him mm-hmm. you know and it's so fun though it's it's that's what really changed my relationship with god was man i can talk to him about absolutely anything mm. and how fun is that and he's there with me everywhere i go <laughs> you know how yeah. sweet is
1: that yeah that's neat
0: so i think that Alone is a pretty huge thing that he taught me out of bad stuff in the marriage. He brought it into good of being so much closer to Shay and him, hmm. and so I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it away for anything because it's helped my relationship. It's helped my relationship with Shay, and it's helped it so much with God.
1: Wow, that's beautiful, Noah. So. Thanks for telling us that.
0: Yeah, no problem. And that's,
1: that's really great. It's so cool I, that you can char- share anything with Shay or with the Lord.
0: Yeah, and it's it's pretty freeing.
1: Yeah, nothing holding nothing back.
0: Mm hmm. Because all the stuff I've shared with Shay, how close it brought us. Mm. Same thing with God. Mm. I share with Him. Man, it brings me so much closer to Him. Because mm. He accepts me where I am, and I love that about Him. Yeah. So. You know anybody who's listening, you know, right now, if you're struggling with stuff, and you keep turning to things to, instead of God. Steve and I totally understand, and just try it. Try going to God and telling Him. Trust me, He'll accept you exactly where you are.
1: Yeah, and even if you don't want to go to Him, you can just tell Him, I don't want to go. To you. I don't want to go to You.
0: Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I've told many people if they're like, Oh, I don't want to talk to God. I'm mad go tell him you're mad go find somewhere quiet where you can scream at him yeah just go talk to him yeah that's he understands good. all that
1: what a what a great thing to uh, learn out of being in a relationship with Shay yeah that's really beautiful yeah
0: so it really is really cool
1: yeah and that and that's one of the things i just love about being with you is how genuine you are and that we can talk just about uh, so far, we've been able to talk about anything that mm-hmm. pops into our minds or hearts. Yep. And uh,
0: yeah, and all the things that the Lord keeps teaching us, and yeah. that's never going to stop.
1: Yeah. Thanks for and thanks for sharing that. Uh, what He's teaching you today, yep. That's really beautiful. Yeah, glad you have.
0: And I'm sure everyone will be happy to know your cancer is getting.
1: Yeah, normal. Like, normal I know. I right? Have normal yeah. blood. Can you yeah. believe that?
0: Yeah. So. It's just your bones. You got holes in your bones still, but maybe I'm still holy. Yeah, you're still holy. You're way more holier than me. So yeah,
1: don't, don't. and I and I can brag about it, but it's not anything to enjoy. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And uh, just so everybody knows, we got a new website. Um, it's cleaned up a little bit more. Uh, radio's still on there. Podcast. You can still click on all that stuff. Um, unique self test. Um, oh, and then we got, uh, uh, you know, merchandise now. So we got clothes, and so you just go under shop, click on merchandise, and you guys can wear shirts and hoodies and beanies and coffee mugs, whatever you guys want to do, if you want to wear some of it, so... Let's say Abiding
1: Life Ministries.
0: Yep, yeah, Abiding Life Ministries, and then have some quotes from uh, my dad, Mike Wells, so, um... Hope you guys all enjoy that, and uh, we'll be on here hopefully a little bit quicker than five months. So, <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening.